I pray that wherever you are, you are raising a hallelujah. You can feel God's presence in the house. It is so good to be in the Lord's house. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for bringing us together at your table. We thank you for having been reminded of the sacrifice of Jesus for us on the cross and for the life-giving action of his sacrifice of love. We ask, O oh Lord, that as we have received these elements wherever we are, that we will be united as the body of Christ, that your spirit will continue to fill each and every one of us, and that we will continue to feel your holy presence. We pray now, O oh Lord, that you will prepare our souls and our spirits for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scripture for this morning comes from 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verses 1 through 11, and then I'll be jumping down to 15 through 19, and then verse 31. The words will be up for you. Hezekiah began to reign when he was 25 years old. He reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord, just as his ancestor David had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and assembled them in the square on the east. He said to them, Listen to me, Levites, Sanctify yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and carry out the filth from the holy place. For our ancestors have been unfaithful and have done what is evil in the sight of the Lord our God. They have forsaken him and have turned away their faces from the dwelling of the Lord and turned their backs. They also shut the doors of the vestibule and put out the lamps and have not offered incense or made burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. Therefore, the wrath of the Lord came upon Judah and Jerusalem, and he has made them an object of horror, of astonishment, and of hissing, as you see with your own eyes. Our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, so that his fierce anger may turn away from us. My sons, do not be negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand in his presence, to minister to him, and to be his ministers and to make offerings to him. They gathered their brothers, sanctified themselves, and went in as the king had commanded by the word of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. The priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and they brought out all the unclean things that they found in the temple of the Lord into the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took them and carried them out of the wadi to the wadi Kidron. They began to sanctify on the first day of the first month, and on the eighth day of the first month, they came to the vestibule of the Lord. Then for eight days, 
they sanctified the house of the Lord, and on the sixteenth day of the first month they finished. Then they went inside to King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils, and the table for the rolls of bread and all its utensils, all the utensils that King Ahaz repudiated during his reign, when he was faithless, we have made ready and sanctified. See, they are in front of the altar of the Lord. Then King Hezekiah said, You have now consecrated yourselves to the Lord. Come near, bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the house of the Lord. The assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings, and all who were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings. The word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, I just thank you for this scripture. I thank you because you chose this for today. You know, I had something different for this morning, but this is what you wanted us to share. And so I ask for your blessing upon my words and my thoughts as I share them today. I thank you, Lord, that you are speaking to our hearts even now as we pray. Prepare us, O Lord, for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hezekiah began to reign when he was only 25 years old. Can you imagine taking over a kingdom at 25? I mean, if you became king, 25 years old, what would be the first thing that you would do? Well, most of us would throw a big party with a dinner and huge celebrations all over the kingdom. Maybe we'd even do a parade, right? Go through all the town waving at our, our subjects. We might invite every single one of our friends that said we would never amount to anything to the palace, right? And show them how far we have come. But when we read the story of King Hezekiah, a 25-year-old who was the, the, the son of the daughter of Zechariah, who was a priest we know was devoted to God, this 25-year-old decided that the very first matter that he needed to attend to was not celebrating himself, was not partying, was not showing off, was not calling out his praises, but actually to prepare the house of the Lord for worship. I want you to hear that. His first action on the first month of his reign, as he's just taking over, as he's beginning, is to go and talk to the Levites about getting the house of the Lord ready to worship the Almighty God. And you know what they started with, right? The doors. The first thing they do is to open and repair the doors of the temple. I don't know how many of you are aware, but during this whole time of pandemic, we replaced our doors. We were getting ready and we didn't even know it. We were preparing for the presence of the Lord and the people of the Lord together in God's temple and worship Him again. And even before we had even looked at this scripture, God was already laying down the tracks for us to be here today. And it is no coincidence 
that we are in the house of the Lord today. It is God's plan and divine intervention. Open the doors of the house of the Lord and repair them. And they have been closed for far too long. That was what King Hezekiah said. He said they need to be opened. But we can't just repair the doors. We can't just fix the doors. And that's going to take care of everything. There's more that needs to happen. So what did he do? He gathered the Levites. And we are told that he told them. Sanctify yourselves. Prepare yourselves for the moment in which worship will be resumed in this place. Prepare your spirit, prepare your soul, not just the physical building, not just the doors, not just the sanctuary. Prepare thyselves for the worship of God. And they had to consecrate themselves. And you know, for people that like to clean, they'll tell you that cleaning can be therapeutic and preparatory for their souls to do other stuff. These Levites are preparing the house of God. They're consecrating it. They're cleaning it. We're told that they took out the things that were unclean from the holy place out of the temple, out of the place, and they took it to a faraway province. They took it away as far as they could get it. Why? Because they were preparing the place and they were preparing themselves at the same time. You know, for you all that are here today, you had to get ready. You had to get up earlier than you're used to during this whole COVID season. You had to actually find clothes that were not pajamas. You had to actually set an alarm so that you wouldn't sleep in. You had to actually plan for this morning to happen. And that is what the Levites were doing. They weren't just saying one day we'll worship in the temple of the Lord. They were being told it is now time for you to prepare yourself so that when that time arrives, you are ready, you are prepared. And we are told that they started on the first day of the first month and it took them eight days just to get the clutter out. How long is it going to take us to get the clutter out? To worship the Lord as we need to. How long will it take us to prepare ourselves to remove those things that have become dominant in our lives and taking our attention and our time and our energy to revert back and to turn back to the Lord and to focus again on the things of God in a new way. You see, King Hezekiah wasn't just telling them, open the temple. He was saying, open the temple and you be a part of worship there. Prepare yourself because we serve a holy God who calls us to be holy, who tells us to sanctify ourselves and to prepare ourselves for the worship. And we're told that they had to repent of the sins of the past, the sins of their forefathers, of their ancestors, the sins of those that had come before them, who had turned to other gods, who had even used the temple in ways that weren't good for God because they had brought in false gods and false idols into the temple, into that holy place of God. And this was an opportunity for them to repent of all of that and turn back to God. Today, as we are reopening, we are reminded that it's time for us to repent, 
to repent of maybe our own laziness when we didn't even turn on the online service. We just had to click a button to watch. To repent of the times in which we didn't take time to pray during this COVID season because we had other stuff that we were too busy doing. To repent of the times in which we felt God's tugging in our heart to take some time to be alone with God and we we might have not listened and done it. You know, it's a time to remind ourselves that if it wasn't for God's mercy, we wouldn't be here today. That if it wasn't for God's grace, we wouldn't be able to gather together in his sanctuary. Hezekiah reminded the people that the lamps had been out too long, that the sacrifices to God had not been done, that the burnt offerings had not been burnt, and that therefore the God was not happy with the people. God was not happy with the nation. They had not been worshiping like they needed to. And this is one part where I'm, I'm glad that we have continued to worship online throughout this pandemic. That we didn't just close up shop and say, sorry, we'll see you guys in a year and didn't worship during that time. I am so glad that we can say that we have continued to worship, even if it's online, even if it's in other formats, but we have continued to try our best to be faithful to the call of God, to worship Him with all our lives. The king invited the people to not just go to the temple, He said, I have it in my heart to make a covenant with God so that he will have mercy on us. And I don't know about you, but I feel that calling in my heart to make a covenant with God and rededicate myself to God and ask God to have mercy on our nation, to have mercy on all those who have suffered through COVID, those who have lost loved ones to COVID, those who have lost jobs to this shutdown, those who have been struggling because they feel alone in their homes. I ask God to have mercy on all of us as we try to recuperate some form and semblance of a normal life again. I am so thankful for the vaccines being out. You know, if you don't think God works through medicine, then I don't know what to tell you because vaccines normally don't happen that quick much less three of them. I think God had a hand in that as well. He knew we needed them so that we could resume worship. And God is in the business of making it possible for you and I to worship. For you and I to be able to sanctify ourselves and he will make the tools available for us to get there. That is what King Hezekiah was doing. He invited the people to make a covenant with God so God would have mercy. And then he tells them, don't be negligent as you stand in the presence of Almighty God. I don't think you can be more direct than that. Don't be negligent as you stand in the presence of God. You know, today is that day when we come to the house and we begin to minister to God through worship and we begin to make offerings to Him of our time and our effort and our attention in a new way. Today is that day for us to make a new covenant and a new commitment and to repent of any sins of the past. A day not just to be physically here, 
but to actually open our hearts as we have opened the doors to receive what God is given to us today. A time to covenant with God and ask for the mercy that we need to be restored and be redeemed. You know, when the king says something, you do it, right? The Levites went on and did as the king had ordered. They, they went into the temple. They sanctified themselves. They cleaned the house of God for eight days. And you know what they did when they were done cleaning? They began to cleanse themselves even more. They took the other eight days to sanctify that which they had cleaned. They took the other days to make sure that they weren't just physically clean, but they were spiritually clean. You know, sometimes we're really good about cleaning on the outside, but God is inviting us to clean on the inside. He is saying it's time for you to not just clean the exterior that everybody else can see. It's time for you to clean the inside that I see. It's time for you to be sanctified. And it took them 16 days to complete the whole process. You know, sometimes we want it done right now. You know, I want to be cleansed today, right now, in this moment, and I'm done. It took them 16 days of preparation to get this done. And this is how they prepared for worship in God's house. How do we prepare for God's worship in his house? Do we rush out at last minute because we forgot everything and didn't get ready the night before? Did we go to sleep too late? Did we bench watch too late that show that we started about three months ago and it'll never end because it's got like 20 seasons? How do we prepare to come into the house of the Lord knowing that God's presence is, is not only with us as we come in, but there awaiting us at the same time? You know, there's this collision that happened when people began to come into the sanctuary and the presence of God that was already here this morning began to meet the presence of the Lord that was coming in with you. And I could feel it. I still have shivers. Because the presence of the Lord that was with you and the presence of the Lord that was in His holy place met in this spot. And I still can feel the presence of the Lord in this place. They came back to the king and they said, we have done it. We have consecrated ourselves to the Lord. We have cleansed all the utensils. The altar is ready for sacrifice. The tools that needed to be cleaned are cleansed. And we are ready for the next step. Are you ready for the next step? Are you ready for the step in which you come to the sacrifice? In which you come and you give yourself wholly to God. In which you say, Lord, here I am. If there's anything still to be cleansed from me, clean it now. Clean it now. I'm ready to serve you. I'm ready to follow you. I'm ready to serve you as you wish. They prepared themselves to resume worship. Today, as we reopen the church, the church building was prepared. It had been cleansed. It had been sanitized. We had roped off what needed to be roped off. We had put up the signs. But more importantly than that, for a month we have been live streaming from this sanctuary, preparing ourselves 
for the worship of God. Preparing ourselves for this moment when the rest of the people would come in. Preparing ourselves for what God wants to lead us to next. And I'll tell you, God just keeps surprising me. I don't know how far he's going to take us, but I know it's going to be far. He's just pushing us forward. He's saying, let's go. You know, it's important for us to clean, to sanitize, and to prepare the building. But it is also important for us to cleanse and wash ourselves and make room for the worship of God in our spirit and in our soul. The scripture tells us to come into the house of the Lord with gladness, to rejoice because this is the day that the Lord has made and we should rejoice in it. Let us invite his presence by repenting of our sins, by preparing ourselves and sanctifying ourselves for his worship and his service. Today I want to invite you to make a covenant with God. To tell God, hey Lord, here I am, ready to resume worship, ready to up my worship if I've been worshiping, ready to take it to the next level in my relationship with you, because I want to be closer to you, Lord. I want to live out my faith, despite pandemics, despite diseases. I want the world to know that I love you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Take time to sanctify yourself. And then come into his house with gladness. Because King Hezekiah began his rule the way he did, by opening the house of the Lord, by having the Levites sanctify themselves, by having everything prepared for the worship of God, he ruled for 25, 26 years in a prosperous way, in a way that blessed the people, while he washed as the northern kingdom, who had turned to false gods, was ransacked and destroyed by foreign armies. He saw what difference it makes when we put God first and when we don't put God first. Let that be a cautionary tale to us that we need to put God first if we want to do well in this life. The king committed himself and the people to be faithful to God. And you saw the last verse. And I invite you to read the whole chapter. It's awesome. But look at what happened next. Once the sanctuary and everything was ready, the people who were willing brought their burnt offering, their animals that were going to be sacrificed on the altar. And they made their sacrifices to God. And they consecrated themselves and the whole nation to the worship of Almighty God. Now that is exactly what I'm inviting us to do. I'm inviting us to really take that seriously of coming and bringing ourselves wholly to God as we resume this public worship. Don't just be here physically. Be here spiritually and emotionally, intellectually and in every way possible to worship the Almighty God who deserves all of our praise. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you for this word. 
I thank you, Lord, because you have laid it on my heart. And I know, O oh Lord, that it has spoken to me today. And I pray that it has spoken to all of your people. I ask you, Lord, that we will commit ourselves to be your people, to be faithful to you, O oh Lord, to continue to worship you, to cleanse ourselves of anything that needs to be removed and to make room for worship. Thank you, Lord, for all the preparations that have taken place to get us here today. We thank you for our health and wellness committee and for every person in the church that has participated in preparing these services. Now we ask, O oh Lord, that as we continue the worship of God, that you will keep us safe, that you will continue to be with us for your Holy Spirit, and that we will continue to call upon you to be our guide. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.